Welcome to the Best Ever You Show with your host, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network, helping you live your life to the fullest. How? Real people, including celebrities, real advice, real places, products, and businesses, real life stories. It's all right here for you with this radio show, printed magazine, websites, community, and more. Remember to visit us online, too, at besteveryou.com. And now here's your host, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Best Ever You Show. We air live on Blog Talk Radio, and then we syndicate out onto iHeartRadio and iTunes and really anywhere where you get your podcasts, we're, we're syndicated out, out onto the, into the podcast universe. So um, we're so thankful that you listen and share the show and retweet us and all those good, fine, fun things, because um, when we have guests on here, we, you know, their, their brands, their books, they're making it happen. They take action in their life to be their best, and we love to share this with you all and hope you share it in turn with people that you know um, so that we all, Megan, flourish and percolate. Right, Megan? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> That's the voice of Megan Harriman. Um, I've known Megan. Boy, okay, this is a moment where like the old person meets the young person. <laughs> I'm 50 and <laughs> Megan's in her 20s. So, um, but I've known you for a while now. I've known you since yes. um, we're we're both from Maine. Well, not, I'm not from Maine, but I, I've lived in Maine for 15 years, so I guess I qualify. But mm-hmm. um, you went to you went to the University of Maine, and I I remember I met you through my book Percolate, I think, or my son who was at UMaine. I can't remember, but we we crossed paths, and I've been watching yeah. you just get more fierce and flourish and fierce and flourish. Those are your words, not mine. <laughs> and I'm so happy you're here. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I feel so honored and I'm so grateful that we've been able to stay connected because oh, I can't even explain. Your book was the first book that actually clicked with me when it came to the personal development realm. It was the first book that I like thoroughly loved and lived by. So, well, I I appreciate that. It's always cool when somebody likes your book, but more important it's I think it's really cool what you've done for yourself. Um, even if some one tiny little thing sparks sparks you to make change, um, it's still mm-hmm. you doing all the work. It's you taking the action. Mm-hmm. It's you day in and day out, moment to moment, doing what you've done. And what you've done is amazing. Um, I honestly, I don't even know where to begin with you. I've got, I've got your website open. <laughs> Everybody, you can go to flourishyourmega.com. Um, I'll, put a, I, I'll put another link to that. You have a podcast now. Um, which, what's that called? It's called Flourished and Fierce, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, awesome. And then the, <laughs> I think the really big thing that's really driven um, you, it seems to me anyways, Instagram. I mean, you just, you're on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys, everybody listening, you can follow Megan at Instagram. You probably already know it, but in case you don't, it's M-E-A-G-E-N-H-A-R-R-I-M-E. And it's really her. She really does interact with you. She really will respond to your comments. It's not a bot or anything <laughs> like that. Um, what made you go? What made you pick Instagram as your as your format? I'm seeing you on Facebook a little bit more, but um, what what's why Instagram? What's it done for you? Yes. Um, okay. So the biggest thing was it was new at the time when I first started. And so I was in college when it started to kind of blow up and all of my um, friends were on it and like, you have to do it. So (laughs) I started (laughs) it and I, when I first started, it was just a personal use. It was just like random pictures of sunsets and my runs and um, nothing with business. And then when I got a little bit older and I started to use my Instagram kind of as a journal because not like my family wasn't on there. It wasn't all my friends. It was a lot of different people I was reaching um, all across the world. So I felt like it was almost a safer place than Facebook for it to be more of a journal for me. Um, Yeah. And then from there, it just flourished into where I use my business. And now you're, I, I love this, you're a confidence coach for women all around the world. I'm going to get my mm-hmm. paper here in front of me, so I'm turned. Um, you help 
I know this already, but I'm just going to read it a little bit so everybody else knows it in case they don't already also. Um, I I think you you really do a beautiful job of helping people transform um, women in particular, their mind, body, and soul through mindset work, wellness tools, nutrition education, and energetic work. Um, and that podcast is is pretty sweet too, the Flourished and Fierce podcast. And then you, I also noticed you're running mastermind groups, so you can tell us about that too. But you've been fit. I don't know what TOI is. It, it's an acronym for something, but you were featured in that magazine. Uh, Which one is that? Sorry. It's actually pronounced TOI. Um, of course, right? That's French old person meets young yeah. person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and it's actually a magazine all about personal development, um, mental health, and wellness. Oh, cool. So I should know that. Yeah. Okay. I will see. <laughs> Teach old dogs new tricks. Um, and then Strong Fitness Magazine, too. Yeah. But, you know, what I love, too, is that, okay, so chime in. You can interrupt me. Um, you weren't so comfortable in the beginning with your body. Then you got super comfortable with your body. And then you got uncomfortable again. And I'm you're kind of there right now. So take us through that journey of, like, because, I mean, I saw you get so fit almost like I was like Megan <laughs> I almost, kind of almost made a call going eh, maybe too much and then you kind of yeah. are are adjusting which is common mm-hmm. um tell us mm-hmm. about that okay so younger um I had a struggle that many women struggle with with confidence um body image self-image it obviously in the world that we live in today we are to look a certain way um, society has so many standards on us and in the household that I grew up in as well it was um, not the healthiest with the women's mindset towards themselves so it was kind of just ingrained in me that I was you know supposed to be on a diet I was supposed to try to be fit but it was supposed to be a struggle like I was pretty much um, told that you know I'll never actually get fit but you're always supposed to try <laughs> And so I struggled so much with just the mindset and the self-love and that obviously carried into my relationships with others, my friendships, my confidence in my job and so many different areas. Um, And then I started to run when I got out of high school and got into college. I considered myself a runner, never like did any marathons or anything, but it was like my escape. Um, so I would just run and run and run to try to be skinny. It was not about health. It was all about just being skinny. And then I would end up going back home and binging because I was restricting food so much that then I would binge and all of the calories burned through running. I didn't really have the knowledge of nutrition that I wanted, which is why I went to school for nutrition. Um, and that lasted about three years of this cycle of just getting it was just really skinny. Like there was no muscle definition. It was just running. So it was just really skinny and unhealthy with my relationship with food. Um, then when I graduated college, I moved to Florida. And when I moved to Florida, it was kind of a shock of like everyone in Florida is fit. Like compared to where I was from, it's just everyone is very, very fit. And the bodybuilding world here is huge. There's bodybuilding competition shows every weekend in so many different towns and cities here. So I eventually um, got my personal training certification and I wanted to start learning more about that. I started lifting and I competed in my first bodybuilding competition last year. Um, And that's, yeah, that's where... I thought I was going to be just fine mindset-wise because through the three years prior, I really worked on just loving my body, nourishing it, appreciating it. I had what I thought such a good confidence around my body. Um, But bodybuilding actually took me backwards. It made me very critical of where I was and like to the extreme, bodybuilding is an extreme. So you have to definitely understand Mm -hmm. that, you know, that's, not you can't live like that forever you can't be stage lean forever <laughs> yeah um, which is what a lot of competitors struggle with when they get done competing getting back into the normal normal in quotes <laughs> life 
mm-hmm. of what your body really should look like and feel like and um, move like when you are healthy and not just a body type. So yeah. that transition can be hard for many people. And I am very grateful for doing a lot of work over it the last year to be at where I am now with my mindset around it. But it is a mind game for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. I am. Um, so I'm, I'm almost 50 and um, I, I just can completely relate to you. Uh, and I'm mm-hmm. so sure that so many people can also, or you wouldn't have, you know, the following that you have. Um, it's, mm-hmm. it's constant, especially if you just take yourself and compare and like, okay, I'm down in Florida. And then you start comparing yourself to other people. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's like doomed from the get go. It's like, it's all, it's all self, you know, it can kind of motivate you sort of in, well, can inspire you for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, motivate you to do different things and so forth. But um in the end, you're still you, and you have yeah. your own genetics, your own height, your own weight, your own comfy zone, your own everything, and so it's really hard to start comparing yourself to a group of people, and I know, um, you know I did this also, like I've done a few um, pageants in my time, and generally, mm-hmm. they're always to lose weight, like, like uh, there's nothing, there's not much more of a motivator than to have to be on stage in Las Vegas in a swimming suit. <laughs> At age 40, you know, it's like, okay, the weight's going to fall off me. And then you get done with that experience and you're like, oh my gosh, I just need about four pizzas, a couple steaks and whatever else I'm going to pound down that I haven't had for the past year and a half. Um, And then it's just, you know, and then it's like yo-yoing all over again. It's like, oh God. So I completely get you. Um, I had this problem. um, I don't know if it's a problem, but whatever you want to call it. after with after each pregnancy I've, I've had four mm-hmm. babies and after each one I mm-hmm. found you know I go up weight and then down and then you know I had four babies in a eight-year span so um yeah I get it so tell me <laughs> what are you doing about it <laughs> so there, there I just chimed in on behalf of everybody listening like oh we understand Megan but how can you help us because we yes, all need course. help no matter what age and stage we're at. <sighs> mm-hmm. That is definitely, definitely the thing to know. Um, I think the most important thing for people to know is that we do all need help. You're not weak for needing help. You're not um, alone. That's, you know, we all feel like, oh, well, she's got it all together, but I don't. <laughs> um, I don't know how yeah. she lost weight. But, you know, I think that's the first step is recognizing you're not alone. Um, and then what I do to help women is I actually have recently transformed my business. Before I was fitness nutrition, I help women with their workouts. I help women with their nutrition, um, come up with plans for them. And we do weekly check-ins where we talk on the phone. We go over, you know, how their week went, what we need to change, and their progress. But that was pretty surface level. Um, I got results. Uh, we got, you know, definitely the body transformation, but I was finding that I would end up on the phone with these women for 40 minutes instead of our 15 minute phone calls. And it was sure. because we would always dive deep into, okay, but I had this come up at work and now I don't feel confident about this and I'm struggling with this. And even though I lost 20 pounds, now I'm still upset because I don't look like this. And it was the comparison game all the time. So I realized that this work that needs to be done is so much deeper. So I transformed my business into more of mindset, confidence, and um, the deep self-work that needs to be done with the knowledge I provide for them about fitness and nutrition, which will be applied along the way. But I never, ever am telling women that they have to eat this, they have to do this workout. It is a progress of where they're at and where we need to go. Yeah, it it is. And, you know, I've helped a couple, well, a bunch now. Um, yeah, a lot of people, actually, yeah, it's, it's numbering higher than that. Um, help people lose over 100 pounds. That's one of the things I do is mm-hmm. when somebody needs to lose 100 pounds or more, um, I usually take one client every year um, for free and help somebody lose the weight. And uh, almost always it's 
it's about a combination of that. It's a combination of, well, what are you eating? How much are you moving? And what are you saying to yourself? (laughs) What's the mindset or what trauma are you overcoming? Or, you know, Mm. what's, what are we emotionally band-aiding with food? You know, that you've got to get to the, like the nitty gritty to heal up the wounds um, so that the mindset can go. Um, Some people have that, switch to just go 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 and they and they have the mindset needed to to go mm-hmm. into like athlete or exercise mode um but generally i find um people gain all the weight back if they don't fix mm-hmm. the mental part of it the emotional part of it um i'm sure you're noticing that too do you um what was i going to ask you i was going to ask you about what you I know what I was asking you. What you've what you, what have you learned ab- about people and about yourself through helping other people? Mm, that's a great question. Um, I've learned about other people. One is that I think kind of what I was saying before is that we do feel so alone, and so we almost get ashamed and we get um, embarrassed to admit things and to seek help and to open up. So I've learned that, you know, for myself, I have to be really vulnerable and I have to share my downs so others feel more comfortable to open up to me. And that's really why people relate to me on my social media is because I am, like, really open. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So they are able to be like, oh, this is a safe place. I'm not alone. And we all get so um, caught up and we overthink things such as, you know, no one understands, no one's been where I've been, and no one can relate to me, when in reality, if we could all just open up and communicate and trust one another and come together, it would be so much easier. Yeah, yeah, amen. Um, (laughs) That's the secret of (laughs) of leadership and success right there. So um, Mm -hmm. what are, okay, so I, I always think that you've got to do something every day to fuel your success. Um, support mm-hmm. your success to, to support mm-hmm. um, your goals, your dreams, you, you know, take care of you also. What are, yeah. and I know you do too, because this is, um, I, I hear it in what you do and I see it in what you do, but what are, th- what are the three things that you personally do every day that helps support your success? And I'm sure that mm-hmm. translates into helping other people for sure. Cause you're not selfish. Yes. <laughs> things that I do myself and things that I tell my clients to do for sure. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, that would definitely be, I always have a um, gratitude practice. So I try to do it every morning, but then again, I don't put pressure on myself like X, Y, and Z, do it right now. <laughs> um, right. I tell myself, you know, some point today you are doing your gratitude practice where I say out loud, are the three things that I am super grateful for. And I try really hard to make them simple things. So, so many people, when they start gratitude, they're just like, I don't know. I don't have anything to be grateful for. And then you have to break it down. of like, are you grateful that you had clean water today? Because some countries don't. Um, so doing that sets my mindset up to just be able to um, receive more. You know, it's not, Mm -hmm. I changed my mindset from not having anything to having so much. And, okay, I'm open for more. So gratitude is definitely my first. And then I also try to get movement in every day, no matter what, um, unless obviously I'm sick. (laughs) And then that doesn't have to be a strenuous workout, even though, yes, fitness lifting is what I love. If my body is screaming for rest, then I'll do yoga. I'll stretch. I'll go for walks. Um, I get in, you know, outside in nature a lot, some type of movement. And I always make sure that I'm communicating with loved ones, whether it's, you know, my parents back home or my friends here, um, somebody, I think that this goes back to always feeling alone and where I've come from of, you know, kind of, my history with depression where I would just kind of not talk to anybody. Uh, I yeah. make myself talk to people. I make myself reach out and just check in because we are a community and we thrive when we're together. So those three things definitely are done daily. Yeah. I've, I've seen you hurting before and I think it's really important I, um, to, 
for everybody to understand we all have those moments. Mm-hmm. I mean, I emailed you this morning and said, Megan, I'm not sure I can do this mm-hmm. show today. I have the mer- worst migraine ever. I got a terrible migraine yesterday. Um, and people who follow Best Ever, you know that I'm I'm not a like a 15-day-a-month migraine sufferer. But why, if I get a migraine, they come on, I can't see out of my left eye, you know, everything. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, they suck completely. Yesterday I was in bed. I was, you know, I was like trying to follow people on Twitter and trying to hang out as best I could because it makes me happy. But I was so, mm-hmm. my head hurt so bad. And um, I'm super glad that, you know, I don't feel perfect right now, but I'm super glad we're doing this show because hearing you makes me feel better. And I couldn't agree with you more that, you know, you just need people. You just, I, I find you fascinating and I find you lovely and loving and I love your posts and they're always happy and you're always, you know, it's, it's just so, yeah, you're, you're, I can see why so many people follow you um, because your posts, it, okay, so Instagram's this format where, yep, there's a picture, but then mm-hmm. the way you do it is it's like all this writing below the picture. It's like you said, it's right. kind of like almost like a journal. And mm-hmm. however you are that day is what's going down on that page, <laughs> you know, I exactly. see it. And, and yes. I don't know if I'm that brave to go to take, you know, I don't know what my picture would look like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> you know, oh, and be like, gosh, oh, I, know. I don't feel good, you know, kind of thing. But that's, yeah. I mean, that's what people need because um, I, don't you think people walk around um, with sadness in their heart a lot and they don't mm-hmm. share it they don't show it they right. don't share it they hide it there's people are you never know when you're like you and I if we randomly met in the grocery store I wouldn't know whether you were having a good day or not without asking you or stopping you I don't yeah, know what's going on exactly. in your world don't you think that oh 100% everyone's fighting their own battle and everybody is struggling <laughs> with their own things and it's you know, maybe to one person it seems kind of insignificant, but to another it's like, oh, my gosh, I relate to that. That is me. And that's yeah. the driving force behind why I share all of my life is to yeah. allow people to feel heard and understood. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so in social media, um, I find sometimes, I get a lot of this, actually, um, trolls who – put up crap Mm. under your stuff, comments, meme comments, stuff like that. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not on Instagram so much that I think I've, I've gathered that respect yet. (laughs) However, (laughs) when you, uh, when you get that, you don't sit, I don't see you engaged in like circles of negativity. Do you just delete negative? Mm. Do you address it? What do you do? Because um, it's a special kind of soul to write something negative on somebody's Instagram or yes. Twitter or oh whatever. A special yeah, person. such an important topic. <laughs> <laughs> they don't um, feel good. Because it, no, it happens so often on all the different platforms. Um, and it, so many people, it affects us on a very deep level if we allow it to. And I think that it's something that needs to be addressed. So I talk about it often um, just how to address it with my followers and my group of people, um, like my clients and everything who deal with it. So um, what I do, can't lie, when it first started happening, like very beginning, I was like, oh my goodness. I, like I cried. <laughs> I was like, this is yeah. awful. People are so mean. I had that fear of like, I can't post anymore. I can't share anymore. Um, and what made it even worse is some of them were people who like went to my gym. So then when you see them in person, you're just like, I froze. My anxiety was awful about it. Um, and it hurts at such a deep level. So first and foremost, you have to talk to someone about it. So I would share with my boyfriend and my best friend. I would like screenshot these um, comments and send it to them. And I'd freak out and have them just calm me down. Like it's going to be okay. Uh, you know, having that reassurance from someone else always helps. The first thing you want to do is kind of like combat them, kind of be like, what, that's not true, and blah, 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 and like protect yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't do that right away. I take a breather. I talk it out with somebody. I wait a few hours or a day or so. And then if it's something that is so, like, it, it could hurt other people too when they, like, 
you know, group me as something or if they are really tearing down my character, um, I will reply to them usually with kindness, usually like, look, I, there's obviously a misunderstanding here and I'm sorry you feel that way. This is not how I meant for it to be. Or I try to be very kind if it's something that really, really hit me. If it's just a typical, like almost every post, I get something that's inappropriate or rude. I just like delete. I just, whatever. Yeah. Do you yeah. let it stay up Some there them, or do you delete? Um, if it's like one inappropriate one, sometimes I'll keep cause it's just too yeah. much. But when yeah, you're no, really I get mean, it. I I usually delete them. Uh, delete and it's button, yeah. you know not that it's not that I am like oh just, just ignore it. It's not even there. It's more like there's just no need for that. And when people come to my page, I want them to be lifted up. I don't want to start fights. I don't want people yeah. arguing back and forth. You know who wrote a great so. book on this is um oh gosh I'm gonna forget her name Robin. She's she was in my magazine and um, she's a news anchor on on uh, CNN. At Robin Mead, okay. and um, it's mm. basically how you can't please everybody because she had terrible anxiety yeah. going on the air, and you know as beautiful as she is, somebody would find something negative to say, you know, about mm-hmm. what she said, or if you sneezed live on air, or whatever it was, <laughs> yeah. you know, they were they were coming after you, you know. And yeah. um, there's a really good book on it. You should read that book. It's it's Robin Mead. It's M E A D E, um, and she's been on Best Ever You before. Um, yeah, it's a, again, an older perspective on the topic, but you know, it's not always so bad. Take what you need and and change what you Mm -hmm. need and leave the rest kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But it's a pretty good book. Um, yeah, you know, it was interesting. I put up a quote the other day online and somebody was like, are you sure you wrote that? Because blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, darn sure that came out of my mouth. It's in my book, you know, kind of thing. And I'm like, why do I even, you know, I stopped. I'm like, why do I even have to prove myself, you know? And it got me for a minute. I'm like, oh. And then when I saw this, I'm like, Aunt, now I know what she's talking about. But when I was yeah. Mrs. Maine, before Instagram existed, and before most mm-hmm. all this stuff existed, there were forums. And mm-hmm. um, I think for, when I was Mrs. Maine 2006, I was probably the tiniest I've ever been in my life, um, probably mm-hmm. mentally, too, because this forum took me mm-hmm. down, um, but really thin. My mom was like, oh, you need to eat, you know, kind of thing. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, but I've got to be on stage in Vegas. And um, yes. yeah, it was it was bad. Anyway, the, still at the weight I was at. And mind you, I'm a former gymnast and my idol was Mary Lou Retton. I mean, I just wanted to be Mary Lou Retton. And so I lifted mm-hmm. and I did everything, you know, I could do as a competitive gymnast. And so my thighs are not thin. And um, mm-hmm. there was an entire forum devoted to how fat my thighs were the year I was mm-hmm. Mrs. Maine. That's all people did, Megan. Wow. They went in and commented about my fat thighs. And then I also <sighs> bake cookies. Here, I bake cookies and donate them to kids like in connection with Mm -hmm. children's literacy and people would be like, Mm -hmm. have another cookie, have another cookie. I'm like, Oh my God, you people are cruel. And you know, and, and I got, so I'm like, wow, you got paranoid because everybody was hidden behind the computer. You don't know who's saying it, who's saying what. And you'd go to events and you'd be like, who is doing this to me? And you'd never know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was the worst feeling. Um, Really mean. Mm Mm-hmm. And a lot of people today on social media, especially on Instagram that I know of, um, they make fake accounts. So it's like there's no picture. They follow a <laughs> bunch of big people, and then they just go troll everyone. Mm-hmm. And so the same thing of, like, you walk to the grocery store, and you're like, was it you? I don't know. Do you, like, <laughs> yes, you have no idea who hates on you. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, yeah, not a fan of that. That's a lot of energy expended on negativity that yeah. could be flipped positive and, and into gratitude mm-hmm. land. And you were you were talking about gratitude. And I, I can't mm-hmm. tell you how important it is for when you have something negative come up in your life, whatever it is, even if it's a flat tire or whatever, to really yeah. hone in on that gratitude practice. And what you said oh, was yeah. brilliant, just simple things like, do you have clean water? Here's one mm-hmm. that I always do. Um, are you breathing? Just go yes. there for a moment. Are you alive and breathing? You know, um, mm-hmm. because that's gratitude right there. And if you take your approach from there, stuff will seem, you know, the perspective will all come around. 
Um, exactly. That's kind of where I'm at. As a person who's, you know, nearly lost their life a couple of times to allergic reactions, I get up every morning. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, thank goodness I'm breathing. Let's go from here. You know, yeah. kind of thing. And then I, I am super grateful for eyesight because I have terrible eyesight. Mm-hmm. So I'm so thankful mm-hmm. for my contacts and glasses. Simple things like that. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, yeah, trolls be gone, right? Trolls be gone. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> trolls be gone. Um, all right. So let's. That's really helpful, I think, to people because a lot of people these days, especially, uh, you know, people want to be helping other people and have a brand out there. And I bet mm-hmm. a lot of people stop right in their tracks once they get a negative comment and they don't ever post again. Versus like dealing with it. Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm guess. sure there's so many <laughs> gifts that have People not that been hurt. released to us because of that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I bet. Um, how do you? Okay, so I, I like this question because um, it's about the lottery. If you won the lot, I like your answer to this. I asked Megan a couple questions beforehand. Mostly it's for the website interview, but I'm going to ask her this one on air so you hear her response because it's really cool. Megan, if you won the lottery, yeah. what would you do? Boy, <laughs> see when I when I was got, thinking about I got that something one, about too. parents. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I first and foremost would pay off any debts that I have, like any little things that you know maybe there's a doctor's appointment that I need to follow up on, or the little things, um, school debt for sure. <laughs> and yeah. um, I would get my parents their dream retirement home, um, help them just feel really comfortable for wherever they want to go, whatever they want, because I just wouldn't be here without my parents. And they've been wanting to get out of their house for a while. So I would help them with that. Um, I would definitely invest in helping more women and support and allow them to learn and grow together. Um, I've always, you know, kind of toyed with the idea of like a foundation for women where we can go together and practice different um, things together with confidence building and self-growth. So if there was something that I could do along those lines, I would start that. Well, you and I share that goal. Maybe we should team up and do something. I believe that goals when they're vocalized instantly somebody else might be like oh I've got that goal too and then that's how the magic happens so and I think we're all better in better than being by ourselves doing things I love to collaborate with people so maybe I can help you or you can help me or we can help each other or do something amazing because that would be beautiful so believe in that that'd be really cool um yeah yeah let's talk about that doggy of yours because um, <laughs> hmm. I know we're choppy, I but I just have things I wanted to ask now. you. <laughs> is um, it a he or she? Yeah, and... I... Awfully quiet. Um, it's just she. She actually is outside my office door just sitting there waiting for me to open it up. <laughs> is her face like in the um, window or anything like that? <laughs> and she, I can see her shadow under the door. <laughs> Oh, that's so, um, funny. so she is so sweet. She's almost two years old. She's actually my boyfriend's um, mom's dog, and she lives like five minutes from us. So we have her over for sleepovers. We take her for walks all the time, and she's she has like three homes. She comes to us for sleepovers. <laughs> <laughs> so adorable. And the name of the doggie? Yeah. Zoe. Zoe. Okay, because Zoe's yeah. in the Instagram, it's, and she's yeah. so cute. <laughs> It's so funny. My middle name is Anne, and so my boyfriend's mom called her Zoe, and then eventually my boyfriend started calling her Zoe Anne. She's good. <laughs> he calls me Megan <laughs> Anne, so he's like, well, now it's Zoe Anne, and she just knows her name, Zoe Anne, now. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's the power of, of animals to you? How significant are, are dogs, cats, or whatever? Because, um, you know, it kind of complements some of the things that you talk about. Mm, yeah. It is to be able to have, you know, another being who is so compassionate and loving towards you no matter what. Like, they take the judgment out. They don't know, um, 
you know, if you did something that was not in alignment with your goal today, they're not going to shame you for anything. Uh, <laughs> I said this the other day on a video about when we're thinking about our weight, you know, maybe you gained 10 pounds and you're feeling so down. Think about yourself in the eyes of a dog. Like, is a dog like, I'm not going to hang out with you. You gained 10 pounds. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're, they're going to run up to you so excited to see you no matter what because you are important. It's not about the weight. Um, so I think to have a companion that is there all the time is so important and so um, transformative in a different way. So what's your, okay, so let's go back to taking a break from all things fitness for a second here. A little bit of one that the doggy tied in. I, I'm glad we tied that mm-hmm. in because I was trying to get the doggy in somehow uh, and I, <laughs> I get a kick out of the, out of the dog. Um I just I have a cat in the background that does this show with me. Her name's Mel, and she's a uh, a feral rescue cat, and she sits Aww. right by me during the whole show. And sometimes she'll meow, but not today. She's she's <laughs> sitting right by me. It's really funny. You can let the dog in if you need to. But um, yeah, totally. Um, okay, so let's talk about what your what are some of your goals coming moving forward. What are some of the things you have in the works? What are you trying to do? Um, what are you doing? You know, all those good things. Because the podcast, is the podcast kind of new? Has the podcast been around for a while? Yeah. feels kind of new. No, it's, yeah, it's about a month old. Okay, um, so it's new. A month and a half or so. Yeah, and I've only been doing one to two. So I, I commit myself to one every single week. And then if I'm feeling like I've got a topic I need right now, I'll do two podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, it's new, and I'm really excited about it. The irony of this today is I jumped on a call. I do discovery calls with women who want to work with me, and I jumped on a call today, and she's like, oh, I found out about you through your podcast, and it was the first time I've ever, ever heard someone know me just from that and not Instagram, so that was so rewarding. Ha. <laughs> um, I really awesome. enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a great moment, isn't it? Yeah, oh, my gosh. I was just like my breath was taken away. I was like, yes, because one of my long-term goals is to have um, an expansion in the ability to reach more with inspirational speaking and with, um, you know, putting this podcast out there for people to be able to connect and not just have my Instagram, which is, I think you and I talked about this, about how really Instagram is very selfish. I mean, it's a picture of you and then you might be sharing a very important message, but the thing about podcasting is they don't, they don't see me. It's me and my voice and my um, intentions behind it. It's not just a picture. So being able to speak to more people is a long-term goal of mine. Yeah. You know, in Maine, we have the Maine conference for women. Have you heard of that yet? It's, no. it's uh, yes. Um, I can connect you. I'm starting to become involved with it this year. I'm getting in a little bit late here, but I think they're going to be guests on the show at the beginning of September. The main conference for women is September 18th. But in each Mm. state, there are conferences for women. And um, they're always looking for speakers. And a lot lately is, you know, how many, you know, it's, do you have a following on Instagram? Okay, great. Let's have you speak. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. There's qualifiers. Do you have a book? Do you have a podcast? You know, what? Where? Mm-hmm. where's your wheelhouse kind of thing? And um, I could see you developing into that for sure if you aren't already there. Um, I would so maybe I'll it. try to connect you. But, yeah, you should Google that. Main co- I think it's Main Conference for yeah. Women or something like that. I don't know the okay. exact website offhand. Without, I, don't, I just don't have that. Just came to my end. I don't have it all on hand right here, <laughs> yeah. but um, I can certainly get you that information. But um, yeah, so, so you could start there. Even if you like for the Massachusetts conference conference for women, I attended it first to see what it was all about. Mm-hmm. And then the second year I covered it for best ever you. So I got to interview people oh, and um, that was more fun. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of doing the same thing, kind of like, oh, do I want to speak at this? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so I'll see. That's, that's not my favorite thing, getting up in front of a crowd of people. The, it's, uh, it's, it's an interesting thing, so I'll have to think about it. Um, yeah, it's a different thing to be up in front of a lot of people and, and talk and stuff and uh, rather than mm-hmm. being on radio or TV or in your house with your jammies on or whatever it is. So. Right. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. Teach us something about video, because I know you do videos. Um, 
Where do you find videos helpful? Facebook Live or Instagram Live or what's what's your world in relationship with video? Um, so I used to do YouTube and it was mostly when I was really into lifting and I was helping, you know, with different workout videos, um, some nutrition videos. I didn't love that though because I had like such high standards of editing and making it perfect and <laughs> I was kind of just doing it because that's what so many people in my field were doing. So I was like, I'll do it. Um, but I didn't love it. So I stopped doing that. And now with video, I go video on IG um, stories every day. Like I'm always showing my face there, which is great because that's live in time. That's, you know, connection. And then IGTV is recently newish, and I provide different, more motivational things on there, some informative things, um, short 10-minute or less clips of whatever topic it is that I'm speaking on. Um, video with Facebook, I just, I keep trying. I just don't love Facebook. <laughs> I know you don't. Yeah. Well, we talked about that. It's uh, the, the yeah. people your age just aren't really hanging out on Facebook. They're on Instagram and yeah. Snapchat. So sometimes I find mm-hmm. that sometimes when a, a forum doesn't work for you, don't push it, just stop. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And put, put enough content out there that it's there and then focus the wheelhouse where the wheelhouse is. Um, that's my advice yeah. anywhere. It's just like me trying to get traction on Instagram. I'm kind of late to the party. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of not about taking a picture of me every day. I just don't see the mm-hmm. need for that, but that's kind of an mm-hmm. older mentality maybe. Um, and I'm mm-hmm. so picky about like lighting and video and uh, yeah, the old yeah. news anchor in me cringes at the video like I don't want a video of me in my car talking while I'm driving I'm good you know yeah Um, there's lots of videos out there that are just oh man Um, so still figuring Mm. that one out and um, I'm liking it more and more but again if you look at my Instagrams they're seldom about me um, Mm -hmm. ever they might be like a little quote I'm thinking about for the day or a little thing from percolate or whatever but mostly it's here's yeah. baseball picture of Cam or something Quaid's doing or Connor or Quinn or my husband or, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it, we went here and here's a picture. You know, I, I think what I do love Instagram for, um, I love taking pictures, but not of mm-hmm. me. I, like I love taking pictures of things. So I, I actually have a one Instagram that's, that's just pictures that I've taken. That's my favorite one, yeah. really. I think it's like Elizabeth yeah. Garino photos or something silly. And I don't okay. think even 100 people follow me on that one. But I like it. <laughs> it's like a safe place. I for mean, that's pictures. important. Yeah. For you to be able to have an outlet to share it. That's important. Yeah. yeah, I didn't hashtag anything or mix it all up into the bigger world or anything. I know what to do, but mm-hmm. I didn't do it. Um, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. So let's go back to getting some questions from people listening. Are you okay with that? Do you want to answer questions? Yeah. Like veer veer of off course, a little sure. bit into people want to know if they were going to start to get their health under control, what are a few things that you would recommend? Not, and it's from somebody who they've qualified this by saying they're not in the best shape, healthiest right now. So little things that they can do to kind of get a grip on it. Okay. Um, Honestly, one of the simplest things that everyone just overlooks is water. And I think that's one of the most annoying things to hear because, like, everyone always recommends it, but everyone recommends it for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, just, like, being accountable to even drink the water. I mean, some people will go until dinner time, like, oh, wow, I haven't even drank any water today. Um, and to be able to, what I did when I first started making sure I drank enough water was I put a, an alarm on my phone to go off every hour to take a few sips of water. Um, so if you just can start implementing that, um, if you want to do it every two hours or whatever, it's really important. We get so busy and water fuels us in so many ways. So that's definitely number one. Um, number two, thinking about just do something to move every day. If that means that you are cleaning your house on this, maybe you've been avoiding cleaning the room in your house, that takes energy. Like, don't go clean your house. If that means that you are walking, you know, into the store and you have to park a little bit further away, that's such a small thing to do, but it's so helpful because it adds up taking the stairs, 
um, the small steps that you can take every day. One thing that I used to play a game with myself with, <laughs> I always played games when I was trying to get fit. <laughs> um, sure, yeah. Uh, if I'm in the living room with my family and someone says, oh, I have to go downstairs and get blah, 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 I'd be like, I'll get it. Like, you are the one to always get up and get something. Uh, it was a little thing to, like, no matter what, I had extra steps because I was always offering to go get things. Uh, so that's one way. And the third one that's so important uh, is start holding yourself accountable. Like, start just being aware of what you are doing. So take note if, you know, your coworkers bring in brownies and you thought you were just going to have half a one, but then you had the whole one. Just take note of it. I'm not telling you not to eat it, but you have to be able to hold yourself accountable and be like, okay, yeah, I did have the whole one. So you're knowing that you did, so next time you can show up differently. Mm, yep, that's all good advice. I like that. Be the one to get up and move around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's good. I, I think on the alarm thing, that's another good good one, too. I could just see me, though, mm-hmm. like, you know how, how you get a little older and you're like, what's my alarm going off for? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you set it so it's so like drink water? <laughs> Wouldn't that be yeah. funny? Like, why is my phone yeah. going off? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, what did I do that for? <laughs> Welcome to 50. Yep. No, um, it's just a little old, old person joke. Anyway, um, the, uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's actually really good advice though, because um, I agree with you. We get to the end of the day and we're like, wow, I didn't even drink any water today. I've done that. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of us have done that um, or yeah. had coffee all day. And it's like, oh boy, I'm, I'm, I'm one for a good cup of coffee, but uh, yeah, you can overdo that. For sure, mm-hmm, right? For sure. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So now let's talk about confidence. So you've given us some tips to kind of turn our life around. If we're sitting here and we don't feel so snazzy, drink water, mm-hmm. move, and, um, mm-hmm. you know, all the good stuff. Let's talk about confidence, though, because sometimes people don't have even the confidence to do what you're saying. Mm, yeah. They definitely. stop in their tracks and think they're not worthy. So yeah. what would mm-hmm. what would you give 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 us some advice to fix our worthiness? When it comes to confidence, it actually just comes down to you showing up for the small things for yourself. We lack confidence in ourselves because we break our own promises all the time. Like, oh, I was supposed to go to the gym. Oh, I was supposed to do this. Um, so I tell my clients, like, start really small. Did you say that you were going to wake up five minutes earlier just to have five minutes of quiet time? Hold yourself accountable to that small thing. Um, If you said, you know, on your to-do list, you were going to go and do the dishes today, do them. Like, these small little things, you can get so down on yourself the more that you let yourself down. You are, like, you'll do these things for other people, um, and you put other people first, you have to be able to recognize that it's these small things that add up to build your confidence. If you can't even wake up five minutes earlier, how are you going to expect yourself to hold your promise of making it to the gym today? Um, so it's these small, small things you add up throughout the day. And I always suggest that people just write down five to 10 things, very little, such as waking up five minutes earlier that they can accomplish to prove to themselves. And the more yeah. that you prove to yourself, yeah. you can do it the more confident you become. Yeah. What about, okay, let's talk about outside impact on confident, on your self-confidence. Have you ever had something so absolutely crappy, horrendous said to you that it's, it sticks and you have to work to get it out of your head? Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, for sure. I mean, I've had. Even, like young even. On. Yeah. Um, I mean, young, a lot of it was, you know, my ability to go off and be more or do more than just stay in my little hometown, um, you know, it kind of maybe not even directly said to me, like nobody looked at me and was like, hey, you'll never amount to anything. It wasn't that dramatic. It was just, oh, this is what happens when you are from here. You do this, you do that. And um, which is totally fine, not belittling that if that's what you love and you no, want, but um, in the mindset of if you do want to do something more and be more, it just probably won't happen because you're from here. You do this, you know. Um, so the outside perspective of that just in my hometown was a lot to overcome. Um, and then confidence within myself and my body is 
being on Instagram and being so um, seen is hard every day. I mean, I feel like every month it's a new thing that somebody wants to pick on me for. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's other people, things that like I can't change things that it's not about losing five pounds, 10 pounds, or Ooh, she gained some weight. It's like, people decide they want to pick out the fact that my face is uneven. I can't help that. (laughs) Really? uh, That's awful. Yeah. Um, Oh my gosh. I know. Yeah. Don't, don't you love it though? When somebody gives you um, something that is, will help you be better. Like I'm sure you've gotten Mm. aside from the trolley comments. Have you had somebody give you, give you comments that you're like, thank you. Like that's actually useful. You ever had that? Yeah, I mean, a little bit maybe. I can't think of a specific thing. Um, okay. You mean like someone's actually genuinely trying to help me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for real. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe some, oh, I guess when it comes to like, um, I struggle with acne really bad. And uh, so when it comes to that, whenever I open up about my skin, I usually get like, 15, 20 people being like, do this, try this. What, you know, don't eat sure. this. And all their suggestions that are, they're trying to help me. So yeah, that overwhelms me when people do that. Like when I say, when I say out loud, I have food allergies, the whole mm-hmm. world tries to come to my rescue. And I'm like, I've had these for 22 years and I just need you to know I've, I've got, I've got to dealt with, you know, maybe not perfectly mm-hmm. or anything like that, but you know, they, all sorts of advice. I get what you mean. Oh, and, yeah. and I have my fair yeah. shares it's too. So I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At the time I don't think I should do video cause I've got a breakout somewhere. It's like, Oh God, I'm 50. I know. This is I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway, it's always something. Um, okay. So we have maybe 10 minutes left. We're going to go the full hour. Um, so okay. about eight minutes left or so. Is there anything I haven't asked you that you want to talk about? And while you're thinking of that, um, I'm going to, I'm going to, while you're thinking, I'm going to share one of Megan's goals, just so all of you listening out there, is to becoming one of the best inspirational speakers. And she hopes to scale her business to reach millions of women's lives. So as you're listening to Megan on the podcast today, if you have the means and mechanisms to help her be on other people's podcasts or other people's websites or anything well beyond best ever you and her own stuff, please reach out. Right, Megan? Yes. Thank you. Thank you for sharing Yay. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I appreciate that so much. I guess I'd like to speak a little bit about my mastermind that I am starting in a couple weeks. Perfect. Yep. Take it away. Okay. Awesome. So as I mentioned in the beginning, the fitness, the nutrition, that is kind of surface level when we have to think about long-term transformation. If you don't have that mindset behind it, then it's going to be this endless cycle for you and you're just going to go back to where you were at. So I have started to put together an amazing mastermind where this is actually my second round of it, where we dive deep into un- doing these stories, untelling these stories to yourself that have put you to where you are. If that's, you know, limiting beliefs, blocks, um, mental like blockages and um, things that you haven't been able to overcome, things you continue to tell yourself, things that really stir up the anxiety, the scarcity mindset, the fear that happens on a daily basis for you. Uh, and then turns into maybe you fear certain foods, maybe you fear being seen, maybe you avoid certain clothing because you don't think your body's worthy of it. Um, Those types of things is what we are overcoming during it. And this mastermind is a really unique container because we do weekly live video calls where we're all on video together. And it's like this huge coaching session um, where we're all able to really speak and be heard rather than, you know, a five-step process, go do this. It is we are here together to go through this together. Um, so I'm really, really that. excited for that to start up. Yeah. And how many, is that one day? Is it, is it every night for a week? What's the time frame on something like that? It's five weeks, and every week, one night, we have a live video together. And then every day, I'm in our closed group posting things, sharing things. There's assignments and things for us to go through together. But the actual live video calls are once a week for five weeks. Great. And does, do people get charged for that? What's the price tag on that? Yes. Um, so there's actually 
limited spaces as well because I do want it to be more of an intimate safe container. Um, so I, there's only four spaces left. So I actually don't really, you know, have much room for a lot of people to come in. But for the five weeks, there are two options. And then your basic option for this is um, where you get that mastermind, you get that closed container. And that is $549 upfront, or I have payment options. And then the next option is the whole mastermind. And then you also get some one-on-one -on -one coaching. So you get two phone calls with me. You get full access to me via um, a texting app where we can talk back and forth throughout this whole process, um, which is really what I recommend for the woman who is like, this is a constant battle for me. This is a daily thing for me rather than, you know, yeah, I have this year and this year and I want to kind of be better. It's like, I've got to work on this. Uh, that one-on-one -on -one would be 749 or there's payment plans for that too. Got it. All right, everybody hear that? She's got four spaces left. <laughs> yes, and I do I have women still um, apply for it. So, All right, when does it start? It starts in two weeks, August 13th. Okay, August 13th. All right. Um, do you have a book? I thought you had a book. It was like your, your, uh, something that you, I thought I saw a book somewhere. Am I, I wrong? I do have an ebook on self-love. Um, it's, it's an ebook, so there it's more like a workbook. So that's yeah. how we can describe it. You would purchase it, and then it gets sent to you. You can download it um, right onto your computer, print it off if you want, and it's more of a workbook to go through a lot of the exercises that I teach my clients individually um, on, you know, overcoming these limiting beliefs and finding that self love. Perfect. Um, I'll put a link to that as well. If you could send that to me, I don't have that in your stuff. Yes. Yeah. Um, is that something you want to direct people to? Of course, yeah. I think, sure, yeah. you know, I have okay. um, a special group for them, anyone who buys it anyways, and they get into this separate group where I post extra things as well. So, Got it. Okay. Um, okay, so go back to, okay, so you have a, deg you have a degree in nutrition, right, from, from UMaine? Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. How come you, what made you not, you're kind of pursuing it in a way it's like tied in and stuff, but what made you not go all full on just pursuing nutrition, just nutrition? Uh, when I was in the field and learning about, you know, my options, there's a lot of different options that were smaller. Like you could volunteer with this and you could maybe become a nutritionist, but it's really hard and different states have all these different regulations. The only thing I really want you to do is be a dietitian basically is what my, I felt like I had to do. <laughs> and right. I personally, after, you know, working with some dietitians and internship internships and, um, going through the clinical stuff, I just didn't have a love for it. I didn't enjoy the idea of working with people who are already sick um, and having so much uh, band-aiding. Yeah. As much as I love and respect nutritionists and dietitians, um, it's not where I wanted to come from. I didn't want to band-aid things. I didn't want to um, have to... I didn't really save them after they were already very sick. I wanted to help them prevent that. I wanted to create a mindset shift. I wanted to be able to be my own boss, to be like, yes, nutrition is important, but if we don't deal with this underlying issue, then you're going to go back to eating X, Y, and Z and be right back in the hospital. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. My main thing was I wanted more. Yeah, and I, that's kind of what I found out about it as well because I was thinking about I have a degree in communications and I was like, well, maybe I'll supplement my degree with another one in like nutrition and so forth. But when you think about somebody's well-being, it's just such a uh, it's a part of it. Um, mm -hmm. But it's like, okay, in order to be well, there's all, a lot of other things that fall into play than just nutrition yeah. it's mindset it's movement you know it's everything that we've been talking about on the show so I felt the same way kind of like very limiting however I do think the yeah. knowledge of what you've learned and that degree serves you because you know oh my gosh yeah mm -hmm. yeah totally yeah, does. absolutely and I still so. refer to my nutrition like textbooks and you know <laughs> notes and everything because I just think it's so important to know that you are nourishing the inside of you to be able to glow on the outside yeah. All right, Miss Megan, we're going to run out of time, but I have loved okay. every second of you on the best ever you show. I appreciate you being here. Um, I appreciate you working through my migraine. 
sorry. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh. I hope nobody can tell that I don't feel perfect today. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I hear you. Um, okay. So this is Megan Harriman. She's on Instagram. She's on Facebook a little bit here and there working on it. She's got her podcast. We've got links to all, everything. We're going to add some links to her book and to um, her website with the show link as well. Um, her website is flourishyourmega.com. And Megan, yay, you're here. Yes. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for everything. Yeah, thank you. Um, all right, flourish and be fierce, everybody. Those are Megan's words, not mine. <laughs> I love it. Um, and have a great, beautiful, best ever you day. Megan, thank you again. And thank you all for listening. And as I always say, like I kind of said at the top of the show, we appreciate you all being here uh, with Megan here for an hour. There's such a wealth of information. I hope that you're on your treadmill or wherever you are in your car <laughs> listening. And um, I'm sure as I did, you'll find at least one thing in here that's a life changer. And I hope mm -hmm. that you've found that in, in listening to Megan talk. And um, I just appreciate Megan. Keep going. Yay. Yay. You. That's what I always Thank say. Thank you. Yay. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Everybody we're out. Everybody knows I hate closing best ever you shows. It makes me sad because <laughs> it, it's the end of the guest. But anyway, um, there's, there's more follow Megan on Instagram and um, take care everybody. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Thanks, Megan. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Best Ever You Show. Want more? Visit us at besteveryou.com. Be your best and keep it real. Confident, successful, caring, and beautiful every day with Best Ever You. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus